over, over, let's turn it over and over, over, let's turn it over and over. This week's Parsha is Vayechi and is the last Parsha in Sefer Bereshit. And so it tells the end of the story of the family that we've been following ever since the time of Abraham. As Yaakov's life comes to an end, and Yosef's life comes to an end as well. And you can hear the entire story of Parshat Vayechi if you listen to last year's telling of Parshat Vayechi, which is linked in the description for this year. But in summary, the majority of the Parsha is Yaakov giving blessings to his sons and his grandsons as he continues to propagate, to pass along, the blessings and the birthrights and the breed and the relationship to God that has been so central in his family's life for the entirety of Sefer Bereshit. But I really want to focus on the last few psukim, the last few verses of Sefer Bereshit, because they provide such interesting foreshadowing for the upcoming story in Sefer Shmot. So as Yosef is about to die, he calls his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, to him. And he says, in an old man voice, because he's about to die, he says, Ephraim, Manasseh, come here, come here. It is my wish, my dying wish, to be buried in Eretz Canaan, in the promised land of our ancestors to one day be buried alongside my father Yaakov, my grandfather Yitzchak, and my great-grandfather Avraham. But I know that I will not be buried in Canaan because I was a vice-pharaoh, and there are certain rituals and customs here in Mitzrayim, here in Egypt, of what they do with a former vice-pharaoh when he dies. So although it is my wish to be buried in Canaan, I know that I'm going to end up being mummified and entombed here in Mitzrayim. So, boys, I need you to swear to me, just as I swore to my father Yaakov, that you will make sure that after I die, my bones will be brought back to Eretz Canaan. But it might not be right away. In fact, and this is where it gets interesting, he says, Pakod yifkod Elohim etchem v'halitem et atzmotai mizeh. When God... Pakod Yifkod, when God takes notice of you, then you shall take me up to Eretz Canaan. Now that language of Pakod Yifkod is very interesting. It means when God remembers you, when God takes note of you, or the language of Pakad is is sort of like balancing the books that God owes B'nai Israel something, and when God repays that debt or remembers or closes the loop on that promise, 
That is pakad or pakodif code in this case. Now it's very interesting language that Yosef used, and it is the same language that is used fast forwarding to when God speaks to Moshe at the sne at the burning bush in next week's parsha. God commands Moshe to gather all of the elders and the leaders of Bnei Israel while they're enslaved and say to them these words, Pakod pakadati etchem, that I, God, have pakad, have remembered you and been prepared to pay off the debt. Now that language of pakad, according to our tradition, according to the Midrash, was code that God gave to Moshe to use so that Bnei Israel would know that in fact Moshe was telling the truth. That in case Bnei Israel would say, hey, wait a minute, we know you. You're an Egyptian prince. What business do you have talking to God and coming to save us? How do we know that God actually spoke to you and this isn't some kind of trick? And so Moshe uses the language of God said, Pakod Pakadati, as a way to signal to Bnei Israel that he knows the secret code. But how do they know the secret code? This is many generations later because this is at the end of Bnei Israel's time as being slaves, and they've been slaves for over 200 years. Well, do you remember Serach, who we talked about in last week's Parsha? Yaakov's granddaughter? Well, legend has it, the Midrash teaches us that because of Serach's incredible good deed of calming Yaakov down and bringing back the Ruach HaKodesh to him, the added Holy Spirit that was gifted to our ancestors, because Serach had done that incredible act of chesed for her grandfather, she is gifted eternal life. And so Serach was actually there with Bnei Israel when Moshe comes back 200 years later and says, Pakod Pekadati. And you can imagine Bnei Israel saying, Pakod Pekadati, what does that even mean? God says that God remembers us. How do we know that that's actually what God said? And Serach says, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you just say, Moshe? What did you just say? He said, God told me to tell all of you Pakod Pekadati. And she says, oh my gosh, that's exactly what my uncle Yosef said when he was about to die. That is the code word that he had shared to let us know that it was actually going to be time to be freed. Everybody, start to gather your things together. Take note of where Yosef's bones are buried. It is not going to be long until we are freed from Egypt and we are going to go back to Canaan. And so the Midrash tells us that Serach was on Moshe's team to try to get Bnei Israel ready to leave Egypt. Now, we know that the story of Bnei Israel leaving Egypt wasn't such a straight line and it was that easy. But this moment of secret code words is a really interesting one that connects us between the two Svarim, the two books. And 
This book, though, that we're still in, Sefer Bereshit, ends with Yosef dying. And in fact, just as he knew would happen, him being entombed in Egypt because he was the vice pharaoh. Now, I imagine Ephraim and Menashe putting up a bit of a fight and saying, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. J just so you know, our father wanted to be buried in the homeland of his ancestors. He wanted to be buried alongside his father and his grandfather and his great-grandfather. So I know that you all have this plan for a vice pharaoh, but we'd like for you to bury Yosef. And they say, wait a minute, Ephraim and Menashe, weren't you born here in Egypt? Your mother, Osnat, is Egyptian. You, in many ways, are Egyptian. And they say, yes, we are connected to Egypt and we have appreciated living in Egypt for all these years, but we are truly, deeply B'nai Israel. We are actually a part of the Israelite people. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that you weren't true Egyptians. I didn't realize that you had dual loyalties to your religion and to your ancestors and to a culture that's very different from ours. Well, that is not going to do. And we are going to find out what that means for B'nai Israel in next week's podcast, Parsha. And as we say at the end of every book, Chazak, Chazak, Venit Chazek, be strong, be strong, and be strengthened by the words of this preceding Sefer. Shabbat Shalom. Happy secular New Year to everyone. Enjoy the rest of vacation, and we'll see you next week. Over. Let's go.